For goodness sake. Be good. Especially this time of year. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Home Wrecker Podcast. I am the Golden Greek, Alex Arion. I am joined, as always, by my beautiful, lovely, amazing birthday girl, trophy wife, Monique. Happy birthday. Hi, thank you. Yes. See, I didn't forget. I did not forget. Good for you. (laughs) So how are you doing on your birthday? I'm great, thank you. Excellent. Mm Mm-hmm. And we've got a fun show planned for our listeners today. Well, I hope so. Well, it's fun for us. Yeah. And really, I mean, as long as you're having fun on your birthday, that's all that matters, right? Absolutely. That's what I thought. Yeah. Yeah. But hopefully the listeners enjoy it as well. Very selfish of you. (laughs) Thanks. (laughs) So what are we talking about today on your birthday? We're talking about the origins of Santa Claus. But we're also going to talk about Krampus. Yeah. Ah, and uh-huh. maybe a little Belschnickel if we have some time. I love it. I love it. I can't yes. wait. This is going to be fun. Good times. Yeah. So obviously it's December. It's the holiday season. It is. Christmas is fast approaching us. It really is. It's going to be here before you know it. Well, I go out and people say happy holidays and I'm like, what? Oh, yeah. Well, I'm, I'm more of a Merry Christmas person. Yeah, I, I I mean we celebrate Christmas. Whatever. If you don't celebrate Christmas and somebody says Merry Christmas to you, just say it back. Who cares? Just say thank it's you. just a word. And it's a couple of words. If you're Jewish, say like, Happy Hanukkah. Exactly. That's it. Everybody get along. It's a it's a festive time of year. It doesn't matter what you celebrate, mm-hmm. what you believe in. Just be happy. That seems to be the theme with all of these holidays. It's a time to be merry, to be cheerful, and to be happy. So yes. just be happy. Yes. And enjoy Christmas for crying out be loud. Be kind. That's it. All right, so we're going to talk about the origins of Santa Claus, like you said. Yeah. We're going to get into Krampus. Mm-hmm. Fun times. Yes. I'm really looking forward to this. So oh. why don't we get started with Santa Claus? How did Santa Claus come to be? What are the origins of Saint Nick? Yes, so the Santa Claus originally comes from Saint Nicholas. Nicholas was born in... 270 AD. Okay. Where was he from? He's from Patara, Greece, which is now actually Turkey. But when he was born, it was Greece. Wow. He's a Greek. Nice. I knew there was something about that guy I liked. Yeah. And he was born of wealthy parents, but they actually died during an epidemic when he was young. So he actually used all of his inheritance, all of of his wealth, to help other people, people who were sick, poor, suffering, needy. He gave them everything he had just to help these people. So he was very philanthropic with his wealth. Yes, even as a child. Wow. Because he was young. I don't know. I can't find how old he was when his parents died, but it said he was young. Okay, wow. And one of the stories says that he helped at least three girls by giving them a dowry so they could get married which would also prevent them from having to become prostitutes. And what he did was at night, he had little bags of gold and he would throw it through their window. And it, for a few of them, it fell into their stockings or shoes, which was by the fireplace. Okay. And that's how you get stuffing your stocking. Very interesting. Yeah. See, I didn't know that. Yeah. Okay. I thought the stocking thing was like a commercial 
kind of tradition that was started here in this country. Yeah, no, they put their shoes and socks by the fireplace to dry. Makes sense. Overnight, yeah. Yeah, And when he threw it in the window, it landed in there. And that's how we get the... That's why you put your stockings up by the fireplace if you have one. Right, right. Yeah. Very interesting. Okay. He was made Bishop of Myra when he was still a young man. And he was so well known for his generosity for those in need and for his love of children. Mm -hmm. So when you say love of children, we mean like he just liked... He loved... He didn't love them in like a Michael Jackson kind of way. Oh, no, no. In a very I'm just making sure because... Just he loved to help people. Okay. And children. And he loved kids in the in the good way, not the naughty way. Gotcha. Okay. Just making yeah. sure. I don't want think clarify. he'd be Saint Nicholas. We'd hope. Well, we would hope. If it was a naughty I mean, way. With a lot of the stuff that comes out Hopefully about public Krampus figures nowadays, you never know. Yeah, That's I know. why I just want to make sure. He died on December 6th of 343 AD. And on the eve of his death, children were given gifts in his honor. So real Christmas and Christmas Eve... Christmas was really December 6th and it okay. got changed and moved over the years. It got moved down to over the years to December 25th for Christmas, but it was originally December 6th. Now I thought that Christmas, the whole point of Christmas being on December 25th is because that was supposedly Jesus Christ's birthday. Is well, that's that the not thing. True? So, well, from what I understand, the birth of Jesus Christ really didn't happen in December. I think it was like in the spring or summer. Okay. But they just put it for that, I think, to kind of coincide along that Catholics, Christians. Okay. So, somewhere along the line, that became yeah. part of the mythology, is what you're saying? Yes. Okay. But, but I've, not, see, I've never yeah. heard this. But I don't want to really talk about the origins of per se Christmas with the religious factors. Not, not of trying it. to, but I'm yeah. just trying to, I just want to make sure that I'm, I'm but following it got it moved here. down. Okay. So it was originally celebrated on December 6th, which was so his, so Christmas, the actual holiday before it was called Christmas or was it called Christmas all along? Because I thought the whole, the name Christmas came from Christ and his yes. birth. We're talking about Santa Claus, Saint Nick, Chris Kringle. We're going to talk about the origin. So Saint yeah, no, Nicholas no, I, came yes. from Saint Nicholas. He was an actual saint. Right. But what I'm saying is we he comes Saint Nicholas who evolved into Chris Kringle, mm-hmm. Santa Claus, all that. Yep. He comes on Christmas. That's yep. why I'm bringing it up. So if yes. he died on December 6th, what was the holiday called after his death? Was it called Christmas no. or was, it was something else? It was else? just Saint, the, so just like just a Saint Nick's Day yeah. or something, they like were whatever they called Saint it. Saint Nicholas. It had nothing okay. to do with Jesus Christ. Okay, gotcha. And yes. then somewhere along the line, I guess the two holidays merged. Is that yeah? A, a proper let way me to let say me it? let me get through okay. what I'm talking about. All right. Okay, chill out. Wow. Yeah. Excuse me. All Simmer right. down now. C- carry on. I just <laughs> I'm just trying to be clear. That's all. Okay. Relax. Let, let me get through this first. So that's how you got St. Nicholas. People celebrated him. And that's where the tradition of giving comes from. Okay. So you think of giving presents. Yeah. Giving presents to kids. That's where that came from, that history, that tradition. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. So we understand the history of St. Nicholas and in a sense where Christmas, the idea of gift giving comes from. But how do we get Santa Claus from that? That's... Well, I'm very fascinated by this because I've got some theories too, but I want to hear what you've researched and what you've uncovered, and then obviously I'll sprinkle in my thoughts here and there. Well, during the Renaissance, St. Nicholas actually became the most popular saint, and the Dutch called him Sinterklaas. 
So it's Center, S-A-N-T-E-R, Kloss, K-L-A-A-S. Center, S-A-N? S-I-N-T-E-R. S-I-N-T-E-R, excuse me. Okay, sorry. Thank you. Center Kloss, which was a nickname of St. Nicholas, but the Dutch spelled it N-I-K-O-L-A-S-S. Okay. The Dutch colonized much of New York before the American Revolution, and they brought with them their traditions. So over time, Sinterklaas got Americanized into Santa Claus. Okay. Yeah. So it just kind of evolved. Yeah, it just evolved. So you got these other countries and their traditions, and then it becomes Americanized. Where did the red suit the beard? I'm getting there. Okay, okay. Then we have Kris Kringle. In the 1500s, during the Protestant Reformation, Martin Luther, not Martin Luther Jr., this guy, somebody totally different. Well, you said the 1500s, so I figured. I would hope so, but if you weren't quite listening, I just wanted to clarify. Martin Luther wanted to discourage the figure of St. Nicholas because the Protestants believed that praying to any saint was against scripture. So Luther introduced the idea of Christ kind. That's basically a German word for Christ child. What they did was bring the idea that Christ kind would secretly come on Christmas Eve to bring presents to all good children. Christ kind was modified to Kris Kringle in the 1840s and became a popular name for Santa Claus in some other countries. What? Yeah. Okay. This is crazy, right? Yeah, see, I've never heard any of this before. This is great. And then Santa's image, because looking, we're going to put up some websites where I got this information. One of them actually put up, based off the bones where St. Nicholas was buried, they got moved because of some uh, conflict issues. So people took the bones and then, you know how they do the digital rendering of what somebody would look like today based off their bones? Yes. And it was interesting because somebody who drew St. Nicholas... His images looked pretty close to the digital artist rendering, like the digital rendering of what they would think he'd look like to this day. Okay. So I just thought that was interesting, but he's kind of Greek looking. Kind of Greek looking? So he looks like me? (laughs) Yeah. No, not like you, but skinny, dark. What are you trying to say? I'm not skinny? No, no, no. I'm trying to explain. I'm just just teasing. Go ahead. Versus the image of Santa Claus that we have today. Okay. Jolly, so not pale, the big, jolly, white fat beard. Guy. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. So in 1822, a minister named Clement Clark Moore wrote, it was a poem called An Account for a Visit from St. Nicholas, which we know today as Twas the Night Before Christmas. Mm-hmm. Some of his ideas were borrowed from folklore, but other ones he just made up. And his descriptions are where we get the reindeer and the sleigh. So when you think about Twas the Night Before Christmas and reindeer and sleigh. Thomas Nast, he drew a cartoon of Santa in 1881, which appeared in Harper's Weekly. It was extremely popular. And his image became the image that we know today of Santa. So he had the red suit, the heavy jolly looking guy with the white beard you said was very popular you're talking about harper's weekly was popular yes in 1881 it, yeah, that was this, like the this, magazine yes back then. yeah okay, and sure. his drawing was in it and that kind of became the image of santa gotcha. claus okay yeah so that's kind of the history a brief history of santa claus so based on everything you, you just told me saint nick essentially got they tried to rub his 
reputation, his history, his the, the 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 they tried to rub him out essentially. Martin Luther tried to rub him out by inventing this Christ child. Yes, because they didn't want people all of the, praying to a saint. Okay, in and, his religion. Gotcha. And so that that at somewhere along the line throughout the centuries, the two kind of meshed together. Yeah. So kind okay. of instead of. I guess when you think about St. Nicholas, the point is not just on the anniversary of his death to be generous and give gifts. He gave all the time. And I think Mm -hmm. that's kind of the point of anything is just be kind and generous all the time. And being generous doesn't have to mean giving money or gifts like you can be generous with your time we've talked about this before yeah yeah. but they kind of try to narrow it down into one day a year so somewhere along the line saint nicholas where this all originated from morphed into chris kringle santa claus santa claus came out of all okay so all this just kind of all these different traditions kind of morphed into what we now as americans know as santa claus yes got it Mm mm-hmm Because you often wonder, I I was raised Catholic and you learn about Christmas and the birth of Jesus Christ and you think, how did Santa Claus come into any of this? Right. And it really is a marriage of those different things. So it's just an amalgamation of all these different things all together. Got it. Okay. Yeah. Makes sense. Now, Santa comes on Christmas Eve Mm -hmm. into Christmas morning, obviously. And so we, now we know where the presents and all that stuff came from. Okay. And so the stockings. So, so now, it makes so, a little more sense now. Uh, yeah. 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 Now Very I want to. I didn't, yeah. like I said, it, this is, to me is fascinating because I didn't know. You always knew St. Nicholas was Chris Kringle was Santa Claus. You knew they were all the same. You just, I just never knew how the, I guess the timeline of how they all morphed and kind of eventually became what it is now. I, I never knew all that. Yeah. So it's pretty interesting. Now I want to talk about Krampus. The shadow of St. Nicholas. It was Krampus. And as he had for thousands of years, Krampus came not to reward, but to punish. Not to give, but to take. He and his helpers. I learned about Krampus when I was, I think I was in like my late teens, early 20s. All and right. I'm like, this guy is cool. Of course you would think that. Yeah. if I don't know if people have ever seen like the postcards of him with like with children in a satchel on his back, carrying children. He has like birch twigs to beat people with. Wow. <laughs> uh, anyway, we actually. <laughs> Love how you're laughing about it too. Well, he's got kids in a sack and he's beating them with a stick. Well, they're naughty. Well, some people, it was actually considered Krampus was a companion of St. Nick. Whereas St. Nicholas was good to the good children, Krampus came to handle the misbehaving naughty children. So like a tag team? Yeah. When did, wait, how, so wait, when did Krampus come into the picture? If you start at the beginning, when, when did this guy come into They're the picture? They're not sure. We... It was oh, pre-Christianity. So Oh, oh, so this guy's yeah. been around for a while. Yeah, he seems to okay. stem from Norse and Alpine traditions as, long, as well as Germanic paganism. But also people say that Austria and the Czech Republic okay. believed in him as well. So it's, right. it's hard to pinpoint exactly where and when. Okay. But one of the hmm. 
thoughts was that he was the companion of St. Nicholas. He was often described as a long-horned, shaggy, goat-like monster with a long face and a forked tongue. He would visit naughty, misbehaving children to punish them. He was often, it was often said he would carry birch twigs and he would beat children with the birch or rip out their pigtails. When I get into the rip other... Rip their pigtails? Mm-hmm, so little girls have their pigtails and he'd wow. rip them out. Oh, all right. As I go into other things he was known for, those kids got off easy. Okay, all right. Less fortunate children, he would lead off a cliff, Pied Piper style, or throw into a frozen lake. Some had said that he would eat them with a pitchfork. Oh, yeah. And then others, in his, he'd throw in his sack and bring them to the underworld for about a year. And then what? Just let him go? I, I couldn't find what happened. Some, stays in some there for, said they, they stay just for a stay year. in the underworld. Uh, some stay, say right. that they're there for about a year. This is dark. Yeah, it's really dark. So it's like, it was almost like, because now Krampus came, he, Krampus Night or Krampus Not, Krampus Not, I don't know if I'm saying it right, is celebrated on the eve of December 5th. So what people thought was Krampus. So December 4th. Into December 5th, kind of like Got Santa, it. Christmas Eve, and okay. Christmas Day. All right. Krampus would come and take out all the naughty little children. So if you were left, that meant that St. Nicholas would come to you or Santa Claus would come to you with gifts because you were good. In your research, did you find that this was a, obviously, obviously there's a mythology around this, obviously. Yeah. St. Nick was actually allegedly a real person that existed and, yes. and did these things. Now, was there ever a person that was like a Krampus no, no, type this person? Seems so this is just completely myth- mythological. Yeah. This is not based in any reality whatsoever. Now, okay. another interesting thing about Krampus Knot, which is Krampus Night, was um, there's a tradition where young men would put on masks and goat horns and animal kind of fur for costumes to represent Krampus and they would go door to door demanding alcohol typically would be schnapps and as these men would get drunker and drunker they would basically emulate Krampus and they were accused of being a little violent kind of like threatening to beat people for being naughty what yeah yeah it's kind of crazy okay Eventually, I guess it became Krampuslauf, which meant Krampus run. And there's a tradition where nowadays where they do kind of like this run and people will dress up like Krampus. And where they do they have, do this? This tradition. Where there this? are different countries that okay. this, this obviously is not a United States thing. Although now Krampus in the last, I'd say, what, 10 or so years has become kind of mainstream with the horror movies that come out around this time of year. Yeah, and well, that kind I of mean, thing. some years back we actually had the movie called Krampus. That's what I mean, yeah. yeah. There's, there's been movies now that have come out featuring Krampus as the character, yeah. as the main character. Yeah, it was just kind of one of those things where there's lots of different, I guess, celebrations, if you will. I remember seeing a thing a while back. I don't remember what country it was. But what they would do is they would have men dress up like Krampus and go in 
and look for the naughty children. And ch- the kids would get legit scared. They'd hide under the beds. Well, I would freaking think if these yeah. guys are coming in dressed like that. And they would, because if the children were bad and they would beat them with the twigs or they would like take them in their sacks or threaten to take them. What? And I just remember seeing the piece on it and they felt like, yes, it's scary for the children. But you think? It teaches them to behave. This is what happens when you don't behave. That's one way of doing it, I guess. Yeah, yeah. and from Jesus. what it seemed like, those kids behaved. Well, yeah, and you put the fear of, jeez. Oh, yeah. I mean, Gosh. watching it, those kids were petrified. Not Kind of kind of related, but not, not a Krampus type thing. When I was young, I lived in Greece for about a year and a half when I was young. And anytime I would misbehave i guess yeah i would be told that the the person the monster in the closet would get me if i misbehaved and basically what happened was my aunt or my uncle whoever because i was staying with them at the time would open up a closet in the in their kitchen and they had a broom in there which would they would one of them whoever it was would go and kind of duck down and open the door and wave a broom outside of the closet and then they would shut it immediately once I started to cry and that would get me to just kind of calm down or I would Put go, enough fear into yeah, you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it scared the hell out of me. I mean, even just thinking about it now, obviously I know what happened. I know what it was, but just I remember just how scared I would get because I'd look at the the broom just waving. I just remember it waving out of the closet Yeah, and then just the door closing and I was like, I'm going to go in the closet with the mean monster Aww. thing i don't remember what they called it it was some something in greek i don't remember what crazy they called it exactly but yeah but it, hey it was like similar thing put the fear you know yeah you gotta be scared to and, and i be i behaved i definitely behaved so there's there's validity to that uh <laughs> that method yeah. i guess but and you it's look just kind of dark it, and it's yeah, pretty, and pretty mean <laughs> yeah if you look back it's like wow that's a twisted way to get your kids yeah. to behave yeah big time it's just like I don't know. Anyway. I I mean, you could totally get into the psychology of why kids behave the way they do. Yeah. And you can talk about like frontal lobe formation. They're not going to make the right decisions. So it's obviously back then they didn't think about those things. Yeah. But I mean, still. (laughs) They're kids. They're going to misbehave. It's just, it's, yeah, of course. But it's just what a dark way to get your kids to behave. It works. Yeah. It definitely works. It works. But what does it do to them long term? Who knows? Look how I ended up. Anyway, go ahead. You're fine. I'm just kidding. Go ahead. Uh, <laughs> another one that I want to bring up. Another what? Another uh, legendary Christmas figure that I so want. So we're done with Krampus? We're for now, on? yeah. I just oh, kind of want right. to get through these guys and we can talk sure, more. Sure, okay. I want to bring up Belschnickel. I knew nothing about Belschnickel until I watched The Office. Wait, so it, it's a legit thing? It's a legit thing. Oh, it's not just some made-up thing no. for The Office? No. So in oh, wow. Germany, okay. as well as Pennsylvania, <laughs> in the east coast of Canada, there's a companion named Belschnickel. A companion and to who? I'm not sure. What oh. I'm reading, it just said, like, so I'm assuming it's a companion to Santa Claus. Okay. Yeah. They say he's a scary figure and at Christmas he either hands out gifts or punishments. In some, re- in some regions, this figure is dressed as a female 
and called the Christmas Woman. She was thoroughly disguised in female clothing and cloth wrapped around the head and face and carries sweets and cakes as well as a long switch which acts like a swatting stick or a charmed wand. When did this tradition or character come into reality? I don't know because for where I've looked at maybe the 1800s. So it's another 1800s yeah. thing. Okay. So basically you have Belschnickel who instead of having Santa and Krampus, it's another companion where it's like you're good or bad. You're going to get a treat or you're going to get beat. So I did not mean I, to rhyme that intentionally. Get a treat <laughs> or get beat. So in the office, Dwight, the character Dwight dresses up as Belschnickel mm-hmm. on one of the uh, Christmas episodes. I think it was in the last season. And he says, Cheer or fear, Belschnickel is here. Cheer or fear, Belschnickel is here. Is that, <laughs> yeah. is that just something they made up for the show or is that like I part of know. the mythology? I couldn't find that. Okay. <laughs> but they did mention. So this was a real thing. Yeah. Wow, that's amazing. I thought, I really thought it was just made up for the show. In a head-to-head contest, people prefer Belschnickel over Santa every time. There aren't as many songs about him, but I attribute that more to rhyming difficulties. No, okay. and, and they did mention there was another, as they call, like a mythical figure of Belgium, Netherlands, and Luxembourg. It's more controversial because it was traditionally an African male figure symbolizing a servant. And on the office where they talk about Belschnickel had the companion... And it's often that's so they right. wore blackface. Yeah. Yes, that's right. Well, it came from Zwart Pete or Black Pete. So essentially, that actually is true as well from the Office episode. There really was a Black Pete. Wow. But now that's a lot more controversial, obviously. Obviously, right. And the Black Pete, the actual character, was supposed to be a white person in blackface? No, it was an African male. It was. Oh, I see. Okay. As a servant. Okay. But. In other countries, they would they would put on blackface yes. in order to represent this yes. character. I see. Before that, before okay. people realized it was wrong. Interesting. Yeah, there are these crazy traditions with Christmas time, and as I was doing all this research, I just thought, man, I would really prefer to celebrate Christmas on December sixth. Why is that? Because that's the origin of St. Nicholas in giving. I don't know. I just thought like. So so then Christmas has already passed. This is true for this year. For, for, for this year. If, if we're living on your timeline. Yes. Got it. I just look at it like I used to hate Christmas. Really? Why? Yeah. I hated it because as I got older, I saw how miserable people were. You'd go shopping. I used to work at the mall. I worked oh, so retail. So you've seen it all then. Okay. How awful people would be. Christmas time is when you're supposed to be caring and generous and kind. And people get so selfish and they'll knock somebody down to get a a TV that's on sale. And we all joke around and laugh at consumerism. Consumerism, baby. But I mean, even again, the opening of Krampus, you see like people are at a store and they're pushing everyone out of their way to get in and they're fighting. And it stems from real things that happen. The opening of Krampus what? The movie. The opening of it. You see them like waiting to get into the stores. Okay. And like no, I just... the... But seeing it in real life, 
it, it made me kind of depressed. It was like, man, this, this is not something I want to celebrate. So I didn't really look at Christmas as this great thing just because so many people were awful. They weren't caring and kind and generous. Hmm. And that bothered me. Yeah. And then reading about St. Nicholas, I was like, man, that's how it should be. You help people. You're kind. And you do it all year round. But if you want to celebrate one day a year, then celebrate. Have that day with your kids. And I'm like, maybe we should just celebrate it on the 6th. So we're going to start a new tradition now. Yeah. And, celebrate on the and the night before, we can tell our kids, oh, let's hope Krampus doesn't come. Jeez, I don't want to put them through that. Are you kidding me? Obviously, he wouldn't. <laughs> no, obviously. But Well, yeah, I, I can see where... I, I personally, I didn't like Christmas for a long time just for different reasons, but I, I don't really want to get into that whole ordeal. <laughs> yeah, you, you told me but, and I completely understand why. But my, yeah, I wasn't a big fan of Christmas when I was a kid either. Christmas lights. Do you know where that tradition came from? I don't. But I know that we love going out to look at Christmas lights with the kids every year. Yeah, that's that's one of our... I'm sure a lot of people have that tradition. That's why people put the lights up. They want you to look at them, right? Yeah. It's just a way of showing that you're being festive. Yeah. Now, I noticed around our neighborhood where we live, I mean, for us, we've been together now 10 years. So we've been going out pretty much every Christmas Eve since yes. we've been together. Yes. Driving around, looking at different setups that people have, Christmas lights and everything. Now, we've we've noticed that over the past couple of years, there have been less and less houses every year. It seems like less and less people are decorating yeah. for Christmas. Why do you think that is? I don't know. Is it because electricity bill or it's just too hard to put up Christmas lights? What Did it get harder over the years? Know. Like what, the, You would think that it'd be... There's there's those inflatable like Santas and inf- you know inflatable Christmas characters and things. Sure. Because like one of those can be like 50 to over $100. But, Okay, but what I'm saying is people that already have the lights, all of a sudden they stop putting them out. Maybe so I'm it's just physically wondering, hard for them as they get older and they don't have anyone to help them. I guess it's just been really noticeable the past couple of years. Or maybe people just stop caring. Could be. Yeah. I don't know, but it's definitely something I've noticed and you obviously have noticed yeah. as well because we go out together. Yeah, it's been, it's been kind of... I feel crazy. Like it's gotten more expensive too. So we went to Target last week and I was looking at Christmas decorations outside and there was this cute little like like Christmas shark and it lights up. And I'm like, oh, that's kind of cute. It's not that big. And it was $50. I was like, good Lord, that's a lot of money. Just a lot of the stuff, I, it doesn't seem like it should be that expensive, but it is. So you think it's a price thing? I don't want to spend a hundred dollars on something I'm going to put outside for a few weeks. Even though it represents being festive and a happy time of year. Well, I try to look at it. Where are we spending our money? I try to be. I'm just giving you frugal. a hard time. You don't have to give everybody our budgetary finances. I'm just. I'm giving trying you a to hard be frugal. Time. Good grief! You know how I am. So you think it's a cost thing? I don't know. I'm guessing maybe that's one of the reasons okay but i think a lot of people just stopped caring i'm curious if it's like that everywhere we live obviously in new england in new yeah, hampshire let us I'm, know I'm people because we go all around yeah we don't just drive around our neighborhood we will drive throughout oh, the city throughout the city we'll go to surrounding towns and it's it's just it's been pretty pretty abysmal the last couple of years oh yeah especially last i remember last year going oh, by and just awful. where's all the lights nobody has any light and we were out on christmas eve 
it's not like we go out two weeks before or something like no we go out christmas eve and yeah there's there was barely anything it's kind of down about it yeah. it's just so okay it's a little sad yeah i'm curious it, it's, it's I'm fun curious it's, it's like that everywhere and for people just to yeah, get the course. pretty lights yeah it's it's yeah what about working on christmas so as i said do you think sorry to cut you off do you think that people or businesses should be open on christmas eve and christmas day i'm i understand some places need to be open hospitals yes first responders of course i'm talking retail and restaurants it's hard because i i think no but not everyone celebrates christmas so you have the people who don't celebrate christmas they yeah. might want to work or they might want to go do something. What I think stinks is if you do celebrate being forced to work. That to me, it seems unfair. I mentioned before in a previous episode, I worked for Blockbuster Video. And I worked Christmas Eve because when I was younger, I always felt like, well, I don't have kids. I don't have really little brothers and sisters who want me around for Christmas I'm gonna work the holidays so people with kids can be there with their families that's just how I looked at it Mm -hmm. so it's Christmas Eve at Blockbuster Video about 6 30 7 o'clock at night and it was myself and another manager this woman was great she was fabulous and she gets a phone call at work and it's her two little daughters crying this is a manager yep Okay. It was two two assistant managers put on. They're crying, Mommy, we miss you. Why aren't you home? It's Christmas Eve. Now, I don't know why her husband let the daughters call. Yeah, what a heel move. Yeah. Jeez. But she started crying. She went to the back office. I remember she threw her keys across the across the office. She was so mad. And she's crying. She's like, It's Christmas. I shouldn't be here. I should be with my family. So I was just like, just go. Be with your family. Now, the rules there were nobody was allowed to be left alone in the store. You always had to have one other person. Makes sense. In in the building with you while you work. Sure. So here I am, like 7.30 on Christmas Eve until I think it was like, I think we closed at 10 that night, but it might have been midnight. But there I am all by myself. Only a few people came in, but I was all alone. So but this I is another, care. so you were a manager yes. or assistant manager yeah. and this other person was his, yes. an assistant manager. Yeah. You said go home. Yeah. And she didn't just left you there? Yeah. Wow. Well, it's funny because What like, if something would have happened to you? Yeah. Now as I'm, te- well, I felt she should be with her kids, but now as I'm telling the story, I'm wondering, was this all planned out? Like, was this all a ruse? Like husband has the daughter's call and well, then I was just, she gets upset. I was just I thinking know. that. I was just thinking was that, that too. Was like, for a ride? What a heel this guy was. But then I thought about, well, wait a minute. That's like the perfect way to get your, to take advantage of you because I'm sure they know what kind of person you are. So I'm sure she probably cooked this up with her husband. I don't know. I'd like to think that wasn't the situation. Do you remember her name? Don't say it I'm on I'm not going to say it, but yes, I do. We're going to have to look her up and ask her. No. Absolutely. We need to find out, was this all just a big ruse? No, because I really liked her and I thought she was a wonderful person. So it doesn't matter. (laughs) So we we don't want to ruin the image you have of this person. No, just let it be. (laughs) All right. Fair enough. But so, all right. Yeah, I I guess I'm kind of with you there. I, I just... I understand that there aren't people to celebrate Christmas, obviously, yeah. 
but I feel like businesses just just have a day off, just close. But I, I don't know. That's and just I agree, me. but not everyone. I think if you look at it, not everyone celebrates Christmas. I also look at it like you're you're making Christmas dinner. I'm curious. And that, something goes awry, and then you need to run to the store to go get something. Sure. Yeah, I guess. I mean, statistically, though, how many people don't celebrate Christmas? I wonder if there's actually statistics out there that I'm will sure like, there are. That give accurate numbers. You I know just, what I mean? I, I'm curious about that. I don't believe in forcing people to work on Christmas. Right. But if you're a business owner and you are one of those businesses that stays open on Christmas, mm-hmm. How are you? You obviously have to have people there, yeah, right. But and I if also you're the think if you're the business owner, owner you go work yourself, well, no, which some people do. That's well, yeah, some people will, but I mean that's kind of part of being the owner that you don't have to be there. You hire people yeah. to be there for you. So, yeah, I don't know. That's kind of one of those. I guess that that's gonna that's one of those things that will never be resolved to I, everybody's liking. I do want to bring up one wonderful Christmas tradition that is one of the best memories I hold with my family. Okay. This, this makes me love Christmas. All right. When I was a kid, we would go over to my dad's side of the family and they would play guitar and we would sing songs. We would go out caroling sometimes in the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. I remember so many years I would try to stay up for, to see Santa Claus and I'd end up falling asleep. And when I woke up some point in the, to me, the middle of the night, my parents say, like, you just missed him. <laughs> That's great. And I'd be like, darn it. Oh, why can't I stay up? That's great. But just the family together singing those songs. Oh, it was so magical, even though there was, it was just like that family, that beauty of it. It was so wonderful. I remember one night going on the snow singing Christmas carols. It's cold. It's December. And we're walking around the neighborhood in Dracut singing Christmas carols to neighbors. And my dad and my uncle Dennis were playing guitar. And oh, it was just, it was wonderful. And, and that's probably one of the best Christmas memories of my childhood that I had. It was just our family being together. I remember I was five years old. I know I was five because I was still... Uh, the house I grew up in before we lived in that house, we were in an, an apartment and we were still living in the apartment. So I was, that's how I know I was five was the last Christmas there. And I remember saying that I wanted to wait up for Santa Claus. Mm-hmm. I obviously didn't, I fell asleep, but I remember my parents telling me to be good, to be quiet, to sleep all night so that in the morning you'll see the present Santa gate brought for you. Okay. So I remember falling asleep in my bed, laying on my back, and I remember, I don't know why this is, I don't know why I remember this, but I remember waking up in the morning and looking down and I had not moved at all in the middle of the night. Like I was in the exact same place. My hands were, you know, on my yeah. resting on my chest, like, you know, interlocked together and my blanket hadn't moved. I had not moved at all. I was still neatly tucked into my bed the way I was when, when I fell asleep in the morning. It was the weirdest thing. I don't know why, but I still remember that. I still have that memory. And I remember just being like, I didn't move at all throughout the night. Cause I, you know, as yeah. a kid, you, you wake up, you're in different positions. You, oh, yeah. you all, you, I did not move at all throughout the night. So I guess I wanted to be really good to make sure I get oh. presents from Santa or something. It's the only thing I can think of. But I still remember that. And I still remember getting out of my bed carefully and neatly. And I remember going and telling my mother that I didn't move at all 
during the night. I did not move an inch. <laughs> I slept and I was good and I stayed in my bed and I, I honestly can't remember if I got what I wanted. But Aww. but I but I just remember that, waking up and not having moved a muscle. Yeah. Like I fell asleep and I woke up in the exact same position. As you're telling that story, it popped in my head a memory when I was a kid. It was Christmas Eve. I fell asleep and I, I woke up in the middle of the night and... I heard something. I swear, I heard something on the roof. How old were you? I don't remember. Okay. I wasn't like super young, but I wasn't like teenage or anything. Like I was a kid. But I just remember waking up. I think I might have maybe been nine or 10. I remember waking up and I swear I heard something on the roof. And I'm like getting really quiet. Is that Santa? Like I'm trying to listen. And I heard stuff. And I was convinced Santa was on my roof. <laughs> very, very. Looking back, it was probably something that like blew in the wind, like a pine cone or something probably, from the trees yeah. in the woods. Sure. But yeah, I was convinced Santa was on my roof. We we were talking about this before we started recording, and I'm I'm just gonna mention it briefly. But do you do you think it's kind of funny how Santa, if you use the if you rearrange a couple letters, it spells Satan. He's in a red suit. Do you think it's kind of interesting how that imagery and and <laughs> I just the the conspiracy theorist in me wonders why why that imagery why that name? I, we went through the evolution of Saint Nicholas to what it is now, what mm-hmm. he is now, what he represents, and just the the fact that it's obviously a made up character. Parents tell their kids that this. Santa is coming to their house to bring them presents. They have to behave. Basically, they're lying to their kids. Uh, but it's all under the guise of a Christmas tradition. Don't you think it's kind of just weird? See, that's the thing. It is because I look at it like I don't want to lie to our kids and right. tell them like Santa and then to discover yeah. later on it's not real. But at the same time, I just remember how awesome it was when I was little. Like, oh, Santa, like just having those great memories. I want my kids to have that, so I'm really torn. See, I never got what I wanted for Christmas, so I don't have those <laughs> those kind of memories like you. But I didn't always get what I wanted, but for me, that wasn't about Christmas. It was my family. Like That, to me, was the biggest thing. I got to be with my family. Maybe next year we'll get into why I, I was never a fan of Christmas, because it's way too long a story to tell for this episode. But I think people heard my story, they'll, they'll understand why. Yeah. Now, yeah, for me, it was just kind of, I look at it and I wonder, hmm, I get where, how it's disguised as a as a fun thing. But really, what's that doing to the dynamic between, on a subliminal level, between parents and their children? You're lying to your kids. They're eventually going to grow up and they're going to, they enter that teenage stage where, they're supposed to be rebellious and, and rebel against their parents, right? Why are you rebelling against your parents? Your parents are the ones that love you, that care for you, right? Yeah. Well, but you can look at it and go, yeah, but they lied to me. They told me there's a tooth fairy. They told me there's an Easter bunny. They told me there's a Santa Claus. There was no Santa Claus. Why did they lie to me? Yeah, but with all, with these all the, that these stuff, the you kind get of, gifts. These are the kind of things that I thought about as a kid. I'm just yeah. relaying to you that is there a more sinister reason for having all this stuff yeah that's what i'm saying you know is there something behind 
the facade of it Santa could be Claus. possible. It could be possible, but the way I look at it is if you go into things like this with a good heart, regardless of what the original intentions are, it it's not going to be able to seep into your goodness. I I understand what you're saying, but again, it's all lie you are as a parent you are lying to your children yeah. whatever your intentions are we, we we hopefully raise our children collectively i mean yeah. now i'm not just saying you and i but we collectively as a society hopefully raise our children to be honest and truthful and to have some form of integrity in order to have a a, a good high functioning society yeah. well one thing i always say but, to our boys is do what's right not what's easy because usually the easy thing is not always the right thing. Oh, I don't want to get preachy. Them. I know. I'm just saying you want to teach them to you, be good, which and to is be what honest. I'm saying. So hopefully that's what we're. But when you are carrying on this myth and doing these things, what is that teaching your child? I understand. And some people just on a call subliminal it level, like I said, yeah. on a subliminal level, is there something more sinister behind these quote unquote fun holiday traditions? That's all I'm saying. And it's a good point. That's all Personally, I'm it did not do anything to me. I, I wasn't okay. messed up. I, it. Again, it's because we mentioned it yeah. before. I wanted to mention it here. Just something to think about. That's all. Again, I'm not saying not to tell we your kids are Santa. We're all about the truth. I, exactly. So that's all. I just, yeah. it was something that we talked about. It was something I wanted to mention on air just so people can think a little bit because that's kind of the point of the show. Just to think. Think, do your research, and just kind of think don't just accept stuff that people tell you that's all so that was it that was i just wanted to get that out there i don't want to be preachy i don't want to preach to people now i feel like i go i need to go research this i i'm just i'm saying let me think about it okay. you know it, it's they're they're it's very a good point they're ve- those they're it's a little too coincidental that's all i'm saying and you know well, me i, I don't in, believe in I, coincidences, I could go into especially whole, with this kind of stuff yeah i could go into a whole theory but you know in like the movies and tv shows where people have like the lines of string that connect one point to another and all the pictures and yeah. articles yeah. it would be like that what i have in my head to try to explain it so i'm gonna do y'all a favor and, and not get into my thoughts on that <laughs> fair my enough. theories fair enough I'd be everywhere. <laughs> well, I think this is probably a good time to, to take it home. Let us know what you think. Uh, if, you, if you've got any fun traditions yeah. that you celebrate with your family, we'd love to hear about them. You can reach us on our social media. We have a Twitter account. At Pod. Instagram. Podcast. And we have a website too. www.homewreckerpodcast.com. So, Reach out to us. Let us know what you think of this episode. Let us know if you've got any traditions that you do with your family that you think are fun, that you do every year, that you look forward to. Let us know just about anything that we talked about during this episode. We'd love to hear from you. We love hearing from the audience. And, of course, make sure, everybody, that you wish Monique a happy birthday. Aww. What are you turning, 23 this year? 24? Yeah, something like that. Okay, just making sure. I, I, I couldn't remember. <laughs> How old do you think I look? That's the question. Oh boy, you're opening up a can <laughs> of worms there now. <laughs> People are going to be mean it. and they're going to be like, you're, you look like you're 50. You're asking for it now. Good grief. But yes, please reach out to us on our social media. We'd love to hear yeah. from you. We love interacting with you. We do. And when you get a minute, go on over to iTunes and hit that subscribe button if you haven't already. 
And please leave us a five-star review. It helps us to grow the show, makes it easier for other people to find the Homewrecker podcast. We really appreciate your support. And until next week, I am the Golden Greek Alex Era, and I've been joined by my beautiful, lovely, gorgeous, amazing birthday girl, my trophy wife, Monique. And you've been listening to the Homewrecker Podcast. Seems to hear words of the cheer from everywhere, feeling the air. Oh, how they come, praising the sun. Oh, hear the day, telling the tale. Any there is, while people sing songs of the cheer, Christmas is here. Merry, merry, merry Christmas. Merry, 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 merry Christmas. All around they set, all without him. Their joyful tone to every home. Seems to hear words of the cheer from everywhere, filling the air. Oh, how they come, praising the sun, oh, in a day, telling the tales. Getting there in, while people sing songs of the cheer, Christmas is here.